B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. Get those nerds! 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 You're listening to Nerd Radio. Didn't we talk about playing me into me we, at the beginning of the show? We did. Yeah, you wanted more of it, right? <laughs> yeah. like, Give me some more of that Al Beck intro. Yeah, so, we, that's a different podcast and a different host. By the way. I wonder if anybody who knows who uh, it. it made us happy. That's uh, all that matters. That a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Nerd Radio, wherever you get in your podcast. It's part of the B-Pod Studios Network and, of course, all over your social media at Nerd Radio 101. Uh, Al Beck, James, yeah. Chuck Bean, uh, here with you for another week and joined this week by Nate Bender of uh, Checkpoint XP. I threw me off with that one, Chuck. Sorry. Because I went to Nate. I thought you were going to go to Nate, but then you introduced yourself before Nate. So then it's- Oh, yep. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I could have. I could have been Nate. I'd have been much more handsome. Well, the viewers, <laughs> the viewers would be so um, I wanted to start this week's episode off because we're post Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and I wanted to thank everybody who listens to our podcast, much less watches us on Twitch stream, because. Over the uh, the holiday weekend, Al, I saw you in the morning, and mm-hmm. you clued me into another podcast from a very famous person who talks to other very famous people. Oh, yeah. yeah and I've yeah, listened yeah. to a few episodes of it, and uh, I had kind of a existential crisis of like, I am so thankful that people listen to us. When Conan O'Brien has a podcast when as well. When you have the option to listen <laughs> yeah. to somebody like Conan O'Brien, <laughs> yeah. because I, I feel like you're slumming it, and I appreciate <laughs> yeah. you being here. Yeah. I appreciate that your decision was to listen to <laughs> Thank you for making poor decisions. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, though, like we've talked about it before that, uh, I mean, you and I have done this podcast together for a long time. Right. Uh, you know, James joined us uh, probably about a year ago at this point. But, man, it's like I, if nobody down, if only my mother was downloading this thing, I enjoy doing it. I have a lot of fun doing it. Sure. But I, you know, but I, and I would continue to do it even if it was just one download but i love and we see numbers growing all the time so right. and we hear from people on social media of course nerd radio 101 on uh, facebook twitter and instagram if you want to reach out to us and i've had at least one one uh time when i was at a wrestling event and somebody was like aren't you chuck bean from nerd radio yeah dude i mean we, we and did. even though i cannot remember your name god do i appreciate it <laughs> wasn't it like chris or something he reached out to us he did. and you forgot his name again i did i think it was chris, i'm awful but I'm not. But, I mean, even uh, James and I were doing part of the, the morning show's .5K event. There were a few people that came up to us during the photo op and said, thanks for doing Nerd Radio. Yeah, I was shocked. Awesome. Like, yeah, Thank like, you we're, for we're, doing we're, Nerd Radio. I was like, yeah. you, you listen to that? <laughs> 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 this Nerd Radio thing is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Given, so, a, given our lives relevance. Yeah, you know. and we make a lot of jokes about it being a <laughs> flaming pile of garbage. But, honestly, I've got a lot of pride in this thing that we do. It I have fun. a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and and I'm, I appreciate everyone who, uh, you know, listens and reaches out and says hi and everything and yes absolutely. and all of our guests who pop in like nate actually I, that's what i was going to ask you guys if you uh and, and you've already had me off in the past if you've had that that moment where like you were kind of famous because you were telling me a hilarious story the other morning oh god i don't know if i remember this you were being, you were out with chuck the freak <laughs> oh yeah 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 well that was uh, <laughs> that was a couple of years ago it's what i like to call a micro failure that i enjoy very much i like it when someone doesn't know who i am or what i do right or if they're told you should know him from the radio and they still don't it's hilarious to me i really enjoy it and uh no the one i was telling you about was uh a few years ago i went to a concert at queens of the stone age uh, I went with Chuck and Lisa from the morning show, Chuck's brother, Drew, and Chuck offered me the extra ticket. And so I'm there with the with the three of them. People were more excited to meet Chuck's brother than to meet me. <laughs> and then there, there were other... <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple people who came up and they're like, oh my God, it's Chuck and Lisa. Al, will you hold my beer while I take a photo with Chuck and Lisa? I'm like... Mobile beer holder. <laughs> so so they got knew it. who you were. They a couple just of didn't care. No, they just don't care. Don't care. Which is... That's cool. the worst. Dude, no. You know what? If someone says to me, if like... If, if you if I try and tell you who I am or what I do for a living and your response is who, I tell you that's correct. Like, you should not know who I am. Right. I'm flattered when somebody does. 
And it always seems like the people who do, I don't know why we're talking about why people recognizing me. But <laughs> whenever you people, had that story, whenever it, it does happen, it's, it seems to be a pizza delivery guy. Like, <laughs> I, I am just number one amongst the sad. <laughs> and it's always like when I'm sad and I'm in sweats and this is not my moment. Like, I didn't even go to pick up the goddamn pizza. I'm having it delivered to home. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Hey man, I really like the show. Like, son of a bitch! <laughs> it's funny that you bring up the pizza delivery guy because that's when I probably get recognized the most yeah. as well. And it's when I'm like the highest, like I'm half naked, <laughs> my hair's all disheveled. I look like a like I just woke up in a trap house. Yeah, just trying to collect my lunch. Oh, you're the guy from that radio show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love it so much. And they want to ask all these questions. I'm like, I look like a complete trash right now. <laughs> I've oh had it happen uh, on my way home when I had that second job at the dry cleaner. Mm-hmm. And I had my uniform on and everything. And I stopped into a Little Caesars to get a hot and ready on the way home. And I'm just beat. I've worked 16 hours into my, my mid, uh, the midnight shift on the radio. Did the dry cleaning job. And I'm going. I was getting butt to eat. And I'm going home. And the guy at the register recognizes me. I'm like, how do you know it's me when I'm wearing... Like, yeah, I'm just, what's with the shirt? Like, why would you even think that it's me when I'm wearing this shirt? Like, I'm just a dry cleaning enthusiast. Like, what an odd choice I made. That's an interesting hobby. Yes. Dry cleaning enthusiast? Yeah. Look, I'm I, very in, involved in fabrics being yeah. cleaned with it's, chemicals. I have taken my clothes to every dry cleaning place in the yeah. Tri-County area, and I can tell you the top five. Yeah. yeah. 99 so. cent cleaners, number one. Yeah, no, I, the price. It's so rare that I get recognized, but it's always flattering and confusing right. when it does happen. That's that's essentially what I wanted everyone to take away. It's not that we're telling people that you need to recognize us in public, but that we greatly appreciate yes. yeah. that you recognize us at all. Nate, have you run into that at all? I, you know what? Uh, You've so been out at I, like one of the esports things. People are like, are you Nate Bender? Not, not quite. Not quite. But uh, I did do a podcast. The very first podcast I ever did was uh, for Final Fantasy XI. So I'm pretty well known in the Final Fantasy community. And there were a couple of fan fests that I went to where, um, I mean, and, and, you know, we did stuff for Final Fantasy 14 as well. The first Final Fantasy 14 fan fest that I ever went to, we threw an after party. We were like, okay, so there's going to be a whole bunch of nerds in Las Vegas. It's two days. They're going to be looking for something to do between Friday and Saturday. So let's have a party. So we found this place. It was called Insert Coins. Okay. And it was like one of the very first generation of barcades that were out there. I was going to say, that's either a barcade or a really cheap strip club. <laughs> I was kind of hoping it was a strip club. Yeah. So yeah. more than yeah. coins yeah. that want to be inserted. Yeah. So we, uh, like, I get there, and, you know, this is the first time I've ever seen it. It's a really cool place. Like, it's all graffiti on the wall, and, like, there's uh, a whole corner, like, two whole walls of. Uh, uh, arcade cabinets and nice. there's booths that had that have uh you know playstation 3s and xbox 360s the whole place was really awesome and because this was like a limit break radio event every literally every single person who was there knew who i was so i everyone and everyone was buying me drinks there and, <laughs> there you go. which is great it's awesome i felt like a rock star but i have five minutes of memory from this entire right. party yeah. before i got blackout drunk tried to throw up in an ice bucket before management could run over with a with a a, a waste bin and had to be carried out i literally had to be carried out of my own friggin' party um, so yeah, it, it's cool when it happens, but it was like, it could only happen at, you know, a final fantasy fan fest. So it was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was it, very specific. Yes, it only happens once every two years. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like it's yeah. not even an annual thing. Well, find your time to shine and yeah. shine on. Well, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got to be the bell of the ball. So it, take it. it. The, the, sad, the kind of the sad, the sad ending of that was that like I went, I went to the last uh, fan fest that that they had, and I was so like like we already knew that the thing with Checkpoint XP was happening. We were wrapping up the show, so we got to give our listeners kind of a nice a nice you know kind of wrap wrap up of the show, right? But it was really sad being at that event and having like no, I I didn't care at all what was happening with the event. I didn't want to be at any of the panels. I didn't want to see anything that they were showing off. I was done with the game. I was done with the show. I had no investment, and it was just like, I'm 
I spent a whole bunch of money to be here. Mm-hmm. Like, why why did I do this? You right. know what I mean? So it was a little bit bittersweet by the time that it that it ended. But uh yeah, for like about five years it was a pretty sweet run. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, uh another bell of the ball, we'll get to some actual nerd news here, is Baby Yoda. Um, yeah. the, the newest episode of The Mandalorian. I love that every episode of The Mandalorian gives us gifts that people share on Twitter. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Baby Yoda. And we, t- we talked a couple weeks ago about me and Al uh, originally thought Yoda was just a really old guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but it wasn't until this fourth episode that it finally occurred to me that Yoda is not CGI. That's a puppet. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't realize that? No. <laughs> I thought he was like, purely CGI. I, had no, I didn't know that either. To be honest with you, I, and I haven't seen the latest episode yet either. Well, there's a fantastic sequence at the very beginning of the episode where Baby Yoda is sitting on the console while the Mandalorian is flying the ship, and he reaches over and he presses a switch, and the Mandalorian like turns the switch off and tells him stop touching things, and then he watches him like it's like a little kid. He's watching, yeah, yeah. And he just kind of reaches behind him and presses the switch, and then he picks him up and puts him over here. I feel like it's Baby Groot all over again. It a, is. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, but the the best thing is that people have been taking that exact clip, and instead of him turning something on the ship on and off, he's turning the radio on and off. So oh. there'll be a different song in there. Uh, my favorite so far has been uh, Toto's Africa, Baby Yoda turning on <laughs> Toto's Africa and the Mandalorian. Being, and the greatest part is is the uh, the actor that plays the Mandalorian. His name, uh, his name escapes me. Then. It was Pedro Pascal or something like that. Uh, retweeted it and said, "I would never turn that song off." <laughs> so, All right, that's a that's a bit of fun. Yeah, but definitely enjoying the Mandalorian. I it feels like when when Pokemon Go launched, like everyone almost universally, yeah, loves this little tiny puppet creature. Yeah, there's no escaping it right now. Right, it's a demand. People want the merch. I keep seeing uh, people keep sending me different sex toys now that are based on. Oh, for God's sakes! Is it I saw that too. And I was yeah. like, I don't know. I feel weird. A, not so much because I'm trying to be intimate with Yoda, but because it's a child, Yoda. Yeah, Yoda's right. Fifteen well, years old, but still, it's a kid. I saw that, and I think that's supposed to be adult Yoda, but the timing oh, okay. is poor <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because baby Yoda is all everyone's talking about, and then you get a Yoda flash, a flashlight. And I'm like, right. ah, I'm stick my this what? is real or wrong. But no, I saw because I think it, I think we got tagged in the same tweet. Okay, and I saw it because I same, same thing. I'm like, dude, I'm not. <laughs> I don't even want to like it. I don't want to retweet I it. I'm not, like, yeah, no, I'm gonna get on a list. You don't want to be, <laughs> You're be on a government list. <laughs> I'm not effing baby Yoda. You know, like it's not going to happen. So, but no, I did look at. I think it is uh, adult Yoda. That could be L's platform to run for president. <laughs> I am not effing baby. Yoda. Oh, I, will, oh, I will not f baby Yoda. <laughs> I just like it, it's only the series is only going to be what like eight weeks or something like yeah, that. There's only like four episodes left. Yeah, and like but after after the new year, we're not going to have a uh, the Mandalorian to watch and just like. What am I going to do without my baby Yoda show? You got to catch up on DuckTales and the uh, the Adventures of the Gummy Bears like I am. Right. Well, actually speaking Oh, of- my God. I took another look at that thing. It's Teen Yoda. It's still bad and wrong. <laughs> still underage, man. It's still. Oh, that's Can awful. we get a barely legal Yoda, please? <laughs> <laughs> that's your episode title right there. Barely yes, legal Yoda. Yoda. All right. Make sure you write that one down, Al. I would. Thank you very much. I'm on it. Well, I'm not, not going to write down anything else. Just <laughs> barely legal Yoda, is it? Just write it down on a crumpled napkin Man, throw it in I your really pocket. Want, yeah. So you'll be somewhere and have to explain it to somebody else. Be talking to somebody, you pull out this crumpled napkin. Why did I write? <laughs> I love that idea better where you just like, you got to, oh, hold on. I got to yeah. write this down. You pull it out and yeah. you're like, barely well, legal <laughs> Yoda. But like, this like is you, find, you find it six months later and yeah. you're like, why? Yeah. <laughs> what does this have to do with anything? Why would I write this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To justify it to yourself, even more than to somebody else. Yeah. I mean, that's already embarrassing. You pull this thing, and you got like standing. I'm standing next to Nate, and he's like, "Why is that?" <laughs> oh, I see, I was thinking, I was thinking that date's going to go south really quickly. Yeah. But it'd be even funnier if you were with like our boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Though he would be like, yeah, that figures. <laughs> of course, Al's got barely oh, Yoda. Yeah, well, I wanted to believe in uh, in humanity, but it turns out that <laughs> meme was still wrong. Somebody, somebody out there needs to buy barelylegalyoda.com. <laughs> right. It's just all Star Wars porn. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> 
Oh, There's a market oh. for that. Well, I said, you know, what are we going to watch while The Mandalorian, once The Mandalorian goes off the air? Uh, I found this story that um, over in Australia, the stuff that they're adding to Disney Plus this month is different than the stuff they're adding to Disney Plus over here in the, in the different regions. And while we're getting, uh, this month we're getting George of the Jungle 2, the Garfield movie, and Thor Ragnarok, Australia is getting all of the X-Men movies except Dark Phoenix. I think actually we made out better on that deal. I want to watch. I want to be able to pull up my X Men movies and watch them. Why? I, I like X Men. Uh, <laughs> those first two movies were okay. Everything after that is pretty unacceptable. Well, yeah. I, I first can't, class was okay. I can't defend most of them. First class is pretty good. Days of Future Past is cool. Uh, mm. <laughs> I'll say I did enjoy Days of Future Past the most out of all of them. Right. I but I feel like that one was like stripped straight from the cartoon. Yeah. Like the storyline followed the cartoon a little bit more. And that's what I grew up to kind of learn the X-Men story was yeah. those cartoons that are now available on Disney Plus as well. Right. <laughs> so the movie to this me episode I was like, brought to you by yeah, Disney, Disney Plus. <laughs> Dude, Disney Plus should be paying us to win the, for the amount of like free press, the, the amount of PR that they get. Right. My God. But I mean, they own everything that everybody loves. So. I don't. I don't hate any of the X Men movies. I haven't seen Dark Phoenix yet. Right. So I don't know about that. Well, the only anyone. ones that that are missing are Dark Phoenix, both of the Deadpool movies, and Logan. Okay, Those are not sure. going to be on the streaming service yet. Mm. But uh, you will be get be able to get the first three X Men movies. Uh, but we did get Garfield, which is Bill Murray's one regret. <laughs> we did, as we learned from <laughs> Zombieland. <We did. laughs> Uh, both uh, Wolverine and uh, the Wolverine and X Men Origins Wolverine, which that one. Is you know, I don't remember the Wolverine at you, all. Yeah, I know probably, it was Silver Samurai. Yes, yeah. And you probably didn't was watch particularly it. Particularly bad. See, I didn't think it was that bad. I especially, think that one was pretty good too. Yeah, especially uh, with X Men Origins it. Wolverine kind of set the bar really low. Oh, well, that's true. It, listen, any any portrayal of Gambit, uh, the way that they did it is, uh, yeah, no, no. I don't know that Gambit is a character that's ever going to translate properly you know because I, I, I was thinking about that when when Channing Tatum was trying to get the Gambit movie made and I was I was thinking the entire time man Channing Tatum is not the dude that I would get to play Gambit what's right. wrong with Channing Tatum playing Gambit <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't you can't pull off like a, a, a French like Cajun guy that throws a deck of cards at he, people that it, explodes it, it I would accept Channing Tatum as a young Brock Lesnar. I don't think I would accept him as wiry, flippy, you know, yeah. card thrower. I disagree. Uh, I think Channing Tatum could pull it off. No. The man is a is a treasure. I, the man is a treasure. Well, you seen him with his shirt off? Well, he's got dance moves. He can act. I, he's I, funny. I, he can I, be I, Gambit. No here's, problem. Here, I just uh, uh, no no argument that he can be funny because uh, that one. Uh, what was the, the? This is the end. No, Twenty One Jump Street. Okay, twenty one. I, I laughed my ass off at him, um, but I, I like unless he can really, really convincingly do a New Orleans accent, like unless that he's got that 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 Southern drawl, perfect. I don't see it. I just don't see it. Plus, well, here's my big question for any Gambit movie, any portrayal: What's the thing that he wears around his head? What's the, the, the like, oh, that weird like mask thing? Yeah, because that has to be a part of it. I just yeah. don't know what it is. Like, whenever I tried to make it as a kid, I just took like, I don't know, like a balaclava and just started cutting. Yeah. And it never worked. Well, I mean, it looks like it's made out of uh, construction paper. He just cut like a square. Yeah. Like, he made a helmet out of construction paper and then cut the top off so your hair can come out and be all frizzy. And there's plenty of, uh, you know, that that's I think that's why they change the costumes a lot when they do these movies is because you see a costume like that and you're like, well, that's not going to work. Well, I'm pissed that they changed the uh, the Wolverine costume and they even made a comment about it in the first movie. Yeah. He's like, what, would you prefer yellow spandex? Right. And in the movie theater, I yelled, yes! <laughs> yes, I would prefer right. yellow spandex! That was before. That was the futuristic crap you threw them in is. That's, a, that's early 2000s, man. That was before they knew how to actually make the superhero costumes look kind of cool. Just yeah. talk to whoever makes costumes for professional wrestlers. That's all I, you no, need to do. Get, get the seamstress from the WWE to make an X-Men costume. Hell, make Ray, blue Ray Mysterio had a great uh, homage to uh, Wolverine at, what was that, All In? Uh, maybe. I think, I think it was. So, yeah. I think he had the, the homage to uh, his, Wolverine at All In. His Joker costume a couple weeks ago was ridiculous. I saw that. I thought he was supposed to be Doink the Clown. <laughs> uh, That's you're fair. Tell, wait, you're telling me that was supposed to be the Joker? That was supposed to be Joaquin no, Phoenix Joker. No, Dwight the Clown, brah. <laughs> he even had a he stupid red nose. makes kids cry, brah. 
Oh, it's too bad we already have a title for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> kids cry, bro. <laughs> oh, that's I have to I have to give credit where credit is due. That is an OSW joke. Uh, old school wrestling podcast. Yeah, uh, OSW is is that, like look them up on YouTube. They're really funny. Mm. Just three guys from uh, Ireland who watch old WWF pay per views and basically like MST3K it. It's phenomenal. Fair. That's phenomenal. Well, speaking of Joaquin Phoenix, he's been named, named PETA's Person of the Year. Yeah, I saw him, that. Which is which is kind of odd. But the the one I wanted to bring up, I, I saw that and then also saw this story, which I, I figured James would be all about. Jason Momoa is GQ Australia's Man of the Year. Well, good. It's a, it's a title he deserves. <laughs> Australia, though. He's not Australian. I don't think... You have to be Australian no, to be the Australian... No, I think it's just GQ Australia, just GQ. picking whoever is the big hottie. Oh, okay. Well, hey, I'm glad. I think they made the right choice. I would... <laughs> <laughs> So thoughtful. Roman Reigns looking. <laughs> All right. Well, Jason Momoa would be Roman Reigns in a fight. I'm just going to say that right now. He's bigger. That's a, He's absolutely taller. All right. Well, let's take a short break, and uh, we're going to come back with some more nerd radio here with Nate Better from Checkpoint XP. Said your name so fast, I don't even think I got it right. Never <laughs> have it, but. <laughs> Hey, what's up? It's WWE superstar Braun Strowman, and you're listening to Nerd Radio. So Erica doesn't have the headphones on. She has no idea what's oh, going that's on. Oh, okay. <laughs> just like, why did everybody shut I mean, up? Like, why is why, Chuck banging why his head? I don't have a jack over. I mean, I could hear in your headphones in, right, right. loud and clear. There should be a jack over there. This has all got to stay in, by the way. Okay, well... You know what the you know what the fun thing is too is that doesn't translate over to the the podcast when I have to edit it so I have to manually put that back in. We just get to hear it now. I don't even know if Twitch gets to hear it or if we all just shut no, up. No, Twitch hears it. Okay, yes. cool. Yeah, excellent. It just doesn't it get sent to the recorder. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. Welcome back to Nerd Radio. It's uh, Chuck Bean hanging out with Al Beck and uh, James, along with Nate Bender of Checkpoint XP, and joined by Erica Bennis. I can finally see you this time. I know we've fun. got you over there. Usually, I'm over there and I can't. I can see just like it's like Wilson. I can yeah. just see your eyes. <laughs> exactly. That's it. So then you owe Nate an apology for taking your seats. You know, you were so upset when you came in here. You know, you don't have to call me out on being a bitch. Al. <laughs> Not today. But have to, but I I don't have to, but I enjoy it so much. I right? Mean, it's 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 an easy target. Come well. on, just set them up. You guys know when uh, when you hear Erica's voice that we're going to talk about some wrestling at Squared Circle Roundtable time. And I want to do kind of a wrap-up of uh, 2019. Now, obviously, we've still got three or four weeks left, so anything could happen. But it's been a pretty fantastically interesting year of wrestling. And I wanted to get your guys' takes on what were some of the high points, if you were. What were let's say, your, your top three, your high points this year of wrestling. Cause I'll I be know. over here on Instagram while you guys do this. That's fair. What was your high point of wrestling this year, Al? Oh, nothing? All right, cool. Because I think for, at least for me, getting to see uh, Bray Wyatt introduce the Fiend character and, and how that is, has turned out has definitely been a high point. I also uh, have to remember that uh, Becky Lynch's rise to, you know, uh, superstardom kind of happened, started last summer. Yeah, around, was yeah. it like summer? And then or? It, w- it was SummerSlam when she turned heel and then it was just meteoric from that point on and we, we got her Royal Rumble win leading into the WrestleMania and that program was really great, so... I'm a big fan of that, and I'm always thankful for a year that Survivor Series is great. And I yeah. thought this year Survivor so Series was really good this year. I have the unpopular opinion that I was, like, <laughs> it was just okay. It's, <laughs> I love when when you can get the the five on five matches working, and uh, and there and you know, and this year you got five on five on five. Yeah, so that was super cool. What about you, James? What's uh, some stuff that? You thought well, it was for really me, good this because year. Because I went and seen it live, uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah. I thought the female Royal Rumble was phenomenal. And to see it live was great. Um, I, I loved when Kofi won uh, the title. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great when he won the title. And uh, is this also the year of Elias Sucks at Guitar? Was that this year? Yes. yes. Then that was my wrestling highlight. Yeah. Was James making wrestling blog news, yelling, "Elias sucks a guitar." Well, so funny. I have an answer to the question. Hey. <laughs> then yeah, maybe I'll throw in when I I got on TV when when Raw was here in Detroit, right? And uh, so, so basically, getting my face on the Royal Rumble, <laughs> oh, dude, my face 
is forever ingrained in the WWE universe <laughs> with the uh, yeah. Seth, Seth Rollins Royal Rumble victory. Yeah. You see him standing, holding that belt up, and then right behind him, you just see my big, giant, blurry <laughs> face. So I guess like, those, those oh, would be the, the highlights man. for me. I'm trying to think if there's anything crazy that... I just really, really enjoy. I love that your highlights uh, all involve you, you being there. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, I'm not going to share the spotlight. You know, <laughs> yeah. if I'm somehow involved with it, I want I want to yeah. be involved in it. And I'm going to brag about it. You yeah. know. To be fair, though, being at an event, though, that makes a lot of sense for it to be a highlight. Oh, show, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get it. I was actually just telling Amy the other night that you know, SmackDown's coming in a couple of weeks, and, and like I certainly hope if I'm there that I get to see uh, Bray Wyatt's entrance oh, in a yeah. live capacity. Because I feel like I like that will be the highlight of the night. I'm praying that Elias comes out because he just came back on TV, and I want to get some use out of that sign. You still want to let him know? I got to get that sign on TV, (laughs) and I have a perfect spot. I'm right in the corner, so when they walk down the ramp and they go to walk up the corner steps, yeah. Elias sucks that guitar. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God, this frigging guy again. He, he yeah, I a, hope so. He need to make a Shinsuke sign because he typically stops in that corner before he goes up Ooh. there. So that's definitely a well, moment where you can. I feel like I, f- I feel like Shinsuke could totally beat my ass. <laughs> okay. and Elias, not I so much. I wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah, Elias, doesn't, he doesn't worry me as much. Right. But Shinsuke, I feel like he would try to like give me a warning. Like if I don't watch my mouth, he's going to kick my ass. But it's all going to be in Japanese. So, so I'm not going to know what the heck he's saying. And then I just next thing you know. Japanese warning. Yeah. Yeah. God, but, I, I hope, I really hope that when SmackDown comes to town, because usually there's like one or two wrestlers that they'll send to the station. Yeah. God, I hope they send Elias. Oh, wow. God, I hope they send Elias. <laughs> if they do, I want to see this. I will crash because usually there's another, there's another DJ in the building who always yep. does the yeah. interviews. I will crash that interview. <laughs> I will get in Elias' face with the sign. But I want to know how much he sucks that guitar. You're not Elvis. You're not the honky tonk man. You're not the rock. Shut up. He's not Jeff That's Jarrett. Scarfs too. Yeah, you're not Jeff Jarrett. Honky tonk man. That just made my day. Hey, he's cool. He's cocky. He's bad, and you never forget that. Also, I love how now we know the origin story of how why wrestlers won't be invited back to the studio ever again. Why does it's that just happen? Like, well, no. I because mean, if oh, come when on, it does happen. Okay, when it does happen, right. it's like mm, we had a spoiler on that one, you guys. Yeah, we, on. we knew what was coming up. Yeah. So that's something. Speaking of the honky tonk man, like I actually got. Which is like no one. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. Words, words no Episode one has ever said title, please. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, no, I actually just learned the other day that uh, before he did the Honky Tonk Man gimmick, he was uh, punk rock Wayne Ferris. What? Yes, he what? did a punk rock gimmick before he was the Honky Tonk Man. Did he come out looking like one of the Ramones? I have no idea. I don't think that there's video oh left of it because I tried to find it. Yeah. When was he a big deal, though? I feel like that was the before. Man? Like, oh, was was back in the yeah. territory days. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we're talking like early 80s, probably. Yeah. Erica, what about you? What are some of your highlights as far as wrestling goes? I mean, I feel like I could do uh, more than a tight five on just AEW, but like, I feel like that, like everyone knows that by now. Like, it, it was a huge game changer with them just launching, Absolutely. existing before they even had the show. Uh, bef- I mean, they only had a handful of pay per views. And they changed everything. They absolutely and, – and forced people to restructure their shows for better or for worse. I, you know, I could once again go on and on about that because I really haven't been watching Raw and SmackDown. It hasn't made me happy. Right. You're asking for five hours of my time every damn week. You're not earning it. I'm sorry. They're, it's just it's just not – This podcast doesn't make anyone happy and people keep showing up for it. <laughs> you know, Al- And we appreciate all of you. <laughs> As there we are, said at the top of the show. There are dozens, <laughs> dozens, the dozens. Who love there us. are literally threes of people that like this crap. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, on top of, okay, AEW aside, obviously, once again, I can go on and on. Right. Um, the fact that women main evented WrestleMania this year was absolutely huge. I mm-hmm. mean, a, a big reason why I fell off from watching wrestling, like, Late 90s, early 2000s was just the fact that how poorly women were being treated and how they were being presented on television. And it was they were they were objects. They weren't people. And the fact that we went from that to main eventing is mind boggling. I never right. thought that would ever happen. Um, side note, and I know this might be a, sort of a deeper cut. Speaking of women, 
Um, anybody who does follow Impact, which I, mean, I don't know why I'm looking at Al. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like why, why am I looking at Al while I'm saying this? I'm like, eh, mm. right. yeah. Anybody like, who does watch Impact Wrestling. Well, and he's, the, it, he's the biggest Impact Wrestling fan. I know. I was say, that's all that's he why, talks about is Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, like, did you see what happened at Impact Wrestling last night on Twitch? I was like, I, <laughs> no, I missed it. James constantly locks his office door because I won't shut the <laughs> f- <laughs> up about Impact Wrestling. <laughs> Impact wrestling. Uh, no, Tessa Blanchard has had a year... Um, unlike any other, um, I think she is the best women's wrestler. Is she the chick that did the tampon, the tampon thing? No, no. that's no. oh, that's Priscilla. Yeah, Priscilla Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would have been one of my highlights too. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, what's Tessa- the point anymore? Why am I here? James is making another sign. Tessa Blanchard's got to. She's wrestled dudes and Impact and stuff. Like well, yeah, she's she's she, almost uh, in the same position China was in. Yeah, to and, a degree. and she's a better athletic talent. Right. Like there are China comparisons, especially like just with her her look. Like she definitely has kind of like sort of the features of China and and the look. Like not as as domineering and as body body buildery. Right. Uh, but she's a remarkable athlete. She's great on the mic. Um. And I hope she never goes to WWE because they would ruin her so much. I love that out of all the people in the room, the one that gets paid to write words on the internet uses the word bodybuildery. (laughs) (laughs) She's inventing words. It's It's a great word. Well, I mean, I'm trying to. Here's the thing. I'm trying to watch my language to give you less to edit. Whatever. Al's already made me pull DMX out once. Yep. Yeah, but <laughs> Al's, have fun. But but that's Al, and I'm not Al. Come on. You are not Al. Thank you. That's true. Uh, no, I mean, it's just it's been remarkable for women this year. Yeah. And uh, it's I think it's only going to keep growing, and it's going to be interesting to see who's going to jump ship because I have a funny feeling that AEW's it's only a matter of time before they acquire a big name female talent because they're they're they have a lot of good wrestlers. They've got a solid roster. They do, but there's no star. Um like the Joshi wrestlers are great and they're super entertaining but they don't speak English very well. Uh so it's hard for them to kind of connect with fans. So they they do need somebody who can cut a great promo, right. who can connect like that, and who is athletically gifted. So it's going to be very interesting to watch 2020. What about you, Nate? What are some of your highlights from this year? Um, all right. Uh, let's see. The uh, women's match at Crown Jewel. Um, uh, Hell in the Cell. And uh, no, I'm kidding. I was, <laughs> was going to say I'm Hell like, in a Cell. Like, no, this I was, is I was trying very to, interesting. I was trying to think, think, think of the three worst things that I saw in wrestling. Oh, and the Bobby Lashley Lana angle. Oh, All God. right. Well, yeah, those. No. Uh, Thanks I'm for kidding. being on the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I do think um, that uh, a lot of what's happening with AEW is really special. Um, I like everything that MJF touches. Oh, yeah. Maxwell Jacob Friedman is the best heel in all of wrestling, and every time he's on the screen, I can't look away. He's the best thing that happened in that entire company. Excellent. I And, and I kind of have to give a shout-out to Cody Rhodes because Cody Rhodes, I think, is the second best thing that's happening in that company. Everything he touches has been phenomenal, from the sh- uh, Sean Spears chair shot to the the program he's currently doing with MJF right. I just I think it's awesome it's the one of the best things in wrestling I think uh uh, the, a close second would be the NXT War Games that just yeah. happened. Holy cow! That was a, that was a pay per view I would have paid fifty dollars for. Yeah. yeah, and there was only what like five matches. Four the matches. Whole, four matches. Four. It, it was it was so good. The the women's war game match was probably one of the best that I've ever seen, and then it was topped by the men's. Yeah, like that's insane. Um. I absolutely adored that, and uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of a of a of a third thing that someone hasn't already mentioned. Right. Well, um, yeah, I, I definitely i I knew that you guys were both big AEW fans, so yeah. I left that yeah. off my list because I knew you guys would have that covered. Right. But I do have to agree that just the having choices as a wrestling fan now having so many choices whether you're watching nwa on tuesday nights on right. on, uh, on youtube or whether you're watching impact wrestling on twitch like you have choices as a wrestling fan now it's not a matter of well raw sucks but what else am i going to watch 
I'm sorry. Uh, I watched NWA on YouTube last night and the Rock and Roll Express won the tag titles in 2019. <laughs> and thank you. That was the appropriate response. What? Those guys, thank you. Those guys like, are, what, like in their 60s they now? They are in their 60s, but like they can still kind of go. I mean, you had, I okay. forgot whether it was Ricky Morton who did the... Uh, um, Oh my God! Uh, the, the Canadian Destroyer. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, like I'm like he's he's my he's my parents' age. <laughs> this ain't right. Yeah. This guy should be dead. Uh, but yeah, wow. Yeah, uh, NWA is wild. Wishing death on somebody. That's I think a new I, one on the show. They, I don't wish they were. They, they, it's amazing that they are still mobile enough to do the things that they do. Oh, it's it's like every time I see the Undertaker in the ring, I'm just like, let him retire, yeah, right? <laughs> just let him go, Vince, please. It's, it's like the end of Harry and the Hendersons. Get out of here! <laughs> go, go, dead man. You get I mean, points like, for Harry and the Hendersons reference. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little-known fact. Al likes to work in Harry and the Hendersons in any conversation he can. I guess you know he's been watching on Netflix. Yeah. But my God, like, every time I see... I'm like, it, it, I, I, I love The Undertaker. He's one of the best wrestlers ever. I think every time he steps in the ring from... Uh, even from last year on, he does a disservice to his legacy. Yeah. Sure. Um, I agree. So I think I think the the last kind of highlight that, that I can think of is it, sort of along the same lines uh, what Erica said is just like who's going to make the jump over to AEW. Sure. Like that's what I'm all every day I'm checking Twitter <laughs> to go, all right, who did they acquire? Like who are they getting? Who are they looking for? Who are they scouting? And some of the biggest like some of the biggest pieces of news for me recently have been like New Japan is open to working with AEW. Yeah. Um that to me is huge because now you've got you've got an ability to flow talent between Japan and North America and to do so a little bit more meaningfully than they did with Ring of Honor because I don't think that they really took advantage of it right. in Ring of Honor. Um so and and god a dream match for me right now would be Jay White and Kenny Omega. I want to see that match so bad because they did such a good program in New Japan that I want to see that done in AEW. And Kenny Omega is being so underutilized right now in AEW, just putting smaller guys over that I've I've seen the Young Bucks and Kenny lose enough. I need to see them start winning. Well, that leads into what I was going to ask you guys going forward into 2020. What... Um, what are you hoping for when it comes to professional wrestling in 2020? And obviously, like you were saying, like the- I want to see another Moxley pop. Like I want to see another yeah. another big name from the WWE like make the surprise jump over to AEW. And there's a couple of guys who really want to make the jump. Like I want to see the revival. Oh the revival wants out of WWE right. so bad. And they're the best tag team that is in wrestling right now. They did some amazing stuff in NXT, but I have to even as a revival fan, I have to say the last couple of years since they went to the main roster, I've not seen a good revival match. I want Alistair Black out of WWE. Mm-hmm. I he is so good and he was so well utilized in NXT. Mm-hmm. That whatever they're doing with him on Raw, like making him come out of... Come knock on my door. Yeah, like that. Challenge me to a fight. Stop it. Stop it. You you come out of the ground. It's like the Undertaker (laughs) for your entrance. Yeah. And you want people to come knock on your door. Go pick a fight with somebody yourself. It's so stupid. (laughs) It's so... Lazy ass. Yeah. Um, and then I, I'd like—I think I'd like to see you know like some of the the uh, Bullet Club members make the jump over to AEW. Um, you know, like uh, uh, Marty Scrawl right. is currently—he's with ROH. Yeah, but that's a matter that, of time. I'm—I'm a hundred percent sure of that. But I mean, like WWE going so far as to kind of tease like with. Um, uh, AJ Gallows and Anderson, and then when they did the run in on NXT right. with Finn Balor, there I got really excited for half a second. Went, wait a minute, this is WWE. What am I talking about? They're not going to do that. They're not going to give you what you want. No, of course <laughs> not. You don't know what you want. I'm going to tell you what you want. Right? Famous Vince. What about, um, what about you, James? What's yeah. uh, something maybe you're looking forward Man, to? Looking forward to in um, wrestling. What would, would get would rid you of like Brock Lesnar? I'd like to see no more Brock Lesnar. Uh, yeah. Get rid of him. I'd like to get on the WWE program some more uh, in the audience <laughs> shot with some signs. Right. So I'm hoping for, for some opportunities for that to come up in the next year. And uh, Why don't you make a Brock Lesnar sign for when, the, when they come around? Yeah, because you want him to die? 
<laughs> no, no, I don't want anybody to die. I just no, 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 no. Go, like, go. yeah, yeah. Antagonize Brock Lesnar. Like, that's a safe bet. <laughs> I feel like he's. I oh, like he's oh, just. All he's gonna do is f five you four times. As long as he's, just, can, he's just a big dumb animal. As long as you can just fall is, from like a six foot height a couple of times, you'll be fine. Well, I'll be dead on the first F5. Or just play dead. This is uh, becoming a troubling recurring thing. James is picking fights with wrestlers. <laughs> wrestlers. I know. I, 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 I need one. Studio, though. Yeah, I I'm, need one to come up and just slap me in the face. He'd be like, you still think it's fake? He's like, yeah. oh, my God. I'm getting too brave. What about you, Erica? What are you uh, looking forward to in 2020? Um, it's going to be very interesting. Go- going back to New Japan for a bit because they did launch that. Like they're they're going to have like a, a like a U.S. promotion, a yeah. U.S. like like for lack of a better term, flagship here. And like we are in like one of the markets that they're going to visit. It's going to be interesting to see what talent's going to be there. Um, I think. Their relationship with Ring of Honor because Ring of Honor is going through some stuff. Oh yeah, uh, they're it, not they're it, not in a good spot. And so I wouldn't. I mean, I know they've had a long relationship with them, but like, let's be honest. I, I they they know those guys at AEW. Mm-hmm. They've worked with them. I know there was like some awkwardness with um, uh, Trent and and uh, Chuck Taylor leaving because supposed like this is just all dirt sheet stuff. Supposedly uh, Trent gave them like, like a handshake agreement, but then like went mm. back on it and be, you know, a handshake agreement to traditional Japanese businessmen is like, no, that's, that's, you made the deal. Yeah. You didn't sign anything, but you went back on your word. So I guess there was kind of some bad blood about that. Keep in mind to 2020, we're going to see the rise and the launch of the XFL. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm looking forward to what happens with wrestling. Um, Vince McMahon is going to want to control the XFL, yes. but still control the WWE. He is a 70 something year old man. I don't know. I know he doesn't sleep, but like there's got to like he's got to crap out at some point. Like like I'm Vince McMahon breakdown 2020 calling it <laughs> right now. Like I, he's going to lose it. He can only work so much. No. And and what has been made abundantly clear to me, especially through Survivor Series and the NXT takeover is that Hunter understands what modern wrestling fans want yep. and delivers it every single week on NXT and uh, the best episode of SmackDown in recent memory was when everyone was stranded in Saudi Arabia. Best episode. It was. It was. It, that was some of the most exciting wrestling I've watched on TV in years. And I enjoyed it far more than I enjoyed the raw that followed it that made me go, why am I even a wrestling fan? Right. And, 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 and it's frustrating because that is the one that is the difference. Anything that Vince touches is goofball, is corny, is bad. It's the big dog. Right. Like, oh, God. It, the big it, dog. Dude, it, it just retire or go do the XFL. Just you're not doing your own company any favors. It wouldn't be so frustrating if they didn't have any talent. Like, I mean, there was a time in, yes. in the 90s where it's like they didn't really have a lot of good personalities. They didn't like they're they're. Their roster was meh at on a good day. Right, they have the most stacked roster that they have had in years. Mm-hmm. When it comes, like athletically speaking, creatively, I mean that's up in the air because guys aren't allowed to be themselves anymore. Uh, they have to run everything through creative department, aka Vince has to approve it. Um, it it's just it's unfortunate because there's there's so much there's so many great wrestlers there and they're just being wasted the the nonsense is actually starting to wear their relationship with fox down because fox is pissed oh yeah that the ratings have been slowly slumping for for smackdown because as i understand it when they signed the agreement they were signing the agreement for a much more sports entertainment oriented product and there was supposed to be more mma influence and you can see where that happens mm-hmm. but then they go they they do that and then they go to a backstage segment and it's just like it's so all over the place that you're right like if you're asking for five hours of my time out of every week i'm just not going to give it to you i'd much rather spend the two hours with aew yes much rather well, Al, what are you looking forward to in wrestling coming up in 2020? I'm looking forward to more James on TV. More James on TV. Yes, Al, I knew you were on my side. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make it happen in 2020 just for you. <laughs> You're going to be my make-a-wish-come-true make guy. Well, what about you, Chuck? 
Um, I, you know, I really want, uh, I really want factions, and I don't know yeah. that I'll get them because I, I want them every year. Uh, but I really would like you were talking about the Undertaker being like kind of like don't cart the Undertaker out and then make him wrestle. Right. Like he still has the mystique of his character. You could very easily pair him up with all the other spooky guys to, to and me, and re, redo what was it in the in the Attitude Era the what was with it? Gangrel his and coven of the You could give him his 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 spooky guy coven back with like Alistair Black and Bray Wyatt totally. and all these guys and like just have him be the Overlord, the supernatural Overlord of all these guys that are supernatural type characters. I haven't thought of the name Gangrel in forever, man. A fat vampire. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and apparently the teeth were real. That wasn't even a gimmick. What? He, he actually got the teeth put in surgically what or whatever. Psychopath. He's nuts. He's out <laughs> of I don't want to think about mind. Gangrel anymore. Um, <laughs> stupid fat vampire. But th- that's the, that's really the thing, though, is that, like, there are no good stables right now. Like, there's just... I. I, I well, can't not, not, Gangrel, not, Gangrel still got those come out. teeth. He does. He's not Gangrel anymore. Right. <laughs> he's he's got to go to his he's got to go to his job bagging groceries somewhere with his Gangrel teeth. <laughs> what if he's like a, a like a loan officer at a bank? So you got to sit yep. down and some guy with vampire teeth has to be like, uh, "Sorry, Mister Beck, but you don't have the credit for this mortgage." <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that, that hurts me more than it hurts him. You're going to walk into you a cell phone not. store and Gangrel oh, is going to try and sell you. I need to know. I need on to the unlimited know, data plan. I need to know what bank sees Gangrel <laughs> with the teeth and goes, all right, let's do it. Sign the papers. Uh, we, no, want I, you, we want you to be the face of our I, bank. I don't know, but it's a grocery store branch. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a grocery store branch inside of a grocery store in the hood. <laughs> and that's another, that's another thing that I think NXT and AEW will give me before Raw and SmackDown will give it to me. NXT uh, you know, has the Undisputed Era, and I yeah. love that. That's the only stable that I can think of. You know, and they're great. They're great. Yeah. They're an awesome stable. Oh my God, but I that's the Undisputed Era. It's the only one Damn. that I can even think of. <laughs> Their song is great. Their song is fantastic. Got the boom. Well, and I, I hope they never get called Baby. out because Shut up. it's going to. They're going to. Uh, they're going to get split up because I mean, look yeah. what happened to Sanity. Yeah. Yeah. Sanity was great. Yeah. And then like, just lead balloon, like way to go. You well, broke I, it. I thank you guys for coming in, giving a little predictions, and uh, kind of wrapping up what this year in wrestling has been like. We're looking forward to uh, obviously last time we had John Erica, you were talking about uh, New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. Which is coming up right at the beginning of uh, January, and then we've got the Royal Rumble coming up at the end of January. And like I said, we got SmackDown coming in a couple of weeks, so you guys are going to be able to see James on TV, yes. possibly get his ass kicked. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and then we will my ass kicked or embarrassed the crap out of Elias. <laughs> and we will obviously talk about it here on Nerd Radio. We're coming back with more. We got some video game news for you. Pause that game. We're back with more Nerd Radio. Honestly, I hate working here. They are so weird. I like that drop. Yeah, me too. Good That's drop. Watching Iron Man three on the network yeah. or on uh, Disney Plus and saw the the scene where I'm like, <laughs> God, I need that. Yeah. I need that. My question is, uh, you mentioned that uh, that does not make it onto the recording, so Twitch heard it and everything. Do you make sure you get the right thing, or now are we I commenting have to. on a completely different? No, music? now I have to. I absolutely have to. <laughs> he plays the one where it's you talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great drop. Like, isn't that just Al's voice? Yeah, yeah it sounds awesome. It's Play amazing. That one every time, yeah, absolutely Making fantastic. What himself. an a hole. Yeah. <laughs> Al Beck and James joining me for another week here, and of course Nate Bender what hanging up? out with us for um for for a little bit of nerd radio. How what's com- what's uh, coming up on Checkpoint XP next couple of weeks, man? Uh, so yeah, we're uh, kind of looking at our holiday shows coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks. So uh, we're going through a whole bunch of uh, changes in terms of uh, the website content, but oh, uh, yeah? listeners can expect uh, a new episode of Checkpoint AFK uh, this week. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about what's happening with the brand on that show. That's excellent. And definitely, speaking of being thankful, definitely thankful that you guys let us come in here. On a, on a weekly basis. You're always welcome. Studio. It's fantastic. We love playing with your fancy toys. <laughs> it's true. Absolutely true. So uh, over the Thanksgiving weekend, did anybody watch any football? No. I, even I, I think I'm the most likely to have, and I, even I did not. Okay, because apparently during the Thanksgiving uh, game, they had a commercial 
for uh, the new Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And there's a scene near the end of the game that's kind of a big reveal of a particular character. Major spoiler. It's in the commercial. Yeah. So if you hadn't played the game yet, then you'd be like, oh, so-and-so's in the game. And then you would play the game for X amount of hours, and then that would be the big reveal. And you'd be like... Well, uh, I already knew that. Now, this is why I don't watch trailers for things. Right. Because of s- stuff like that right there. But, I mean, if you're just watching football, though, and, you know, they the, serve up the commercial for you, you won't know any better. And well, the, and that's Well, the, you true, know, but if I, like, I don't start the new Star Wars movie as a trailer that I'm avoiding, and if that yeah. comes on, I will leave the room. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, uh, our co-host, Joe, had actually played through Jedi Fallen Order, yeah. and when he read this story... He was like, oh, my God, that was one of the best reveals of the whole game. And they I, blew it in the commercial. Yeah, I would have been devastated if I knew that that was coming. Right. So that sucks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys didn't get hit by that while over the uh, mm. the Thanksgiving weekend. Now I can't wait till we're done with the show because I got to talk to you guys to find out what this big reveal is. Because oh. <laughs> I might buy the game, but I'm probably not going to put in the hours to completely play it. Right. While well, we're talk- I'm curious about who it is. We'll wait. And we don't want to put the spoiler in the show, but yeah. I, I, we all know I'm never going to play it. I, I would kind of would, would like to. Are you but I, it's like my Final Fantasy 15 thing. By the time you get to it, you'll have forgotten what the spoiler was anyway. So it'll still be a big that's reveal. True. I also noticed one of the one of the places that I go to for um for my video game news uh, over the Thanksgiving weekend. One of their writers posted something about just finishing Final Fantasy 15. And I'm like, cool. It wasn't just me. Right. It waited like two goddamn years to finish this game. <laughs> I, really I hope it's, I, uh, dude, I stalled out like 15 hours in. Yeah, it's 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 rough to get through. I How? feel like it's I feel rewarded that I finished it. And I definitely like we did, James thinks I'm insane, but I definitely want to play it a second time. Definitely want to go through new game. Ah, plus. You barely enjoyed it the first. <laughs> How many other hours? You were like, I've played this game for like 20 hours. Uh, I don't know if I like it or not. Right. You've already put 20 hours in. I would hope you at least enjoy it. <laughs> my time is precious. If I'm putting 20 hours in something, I better be getting paid or it better be a good time. See, right. I have the I have the same problem with the outer <laughs> world. You just described my love life right there. <laughs> See, I have the same problem <laughs> with the Outer Worlds. Like, I got 10 hours into it, and I went, why am I playing this? Like, yeah. I'm not really having a whole lot of fun. Dude, I'm with you, but I'm only, like, maybe three hours in. And I'm right? Like, this was really fun at first, but now I'm like, there's so much damn reading. Yeah. yeah. Do I have to read? <laughs> why does every non-NPC character I deal with have to have a friggin' four-page novel of different things they want to talk to me about? <laughs> I just want to go shoot stuff with a shrink ray, like I see on the TV commercials. <laughs> I will go back to what I said before about Final Fantasy XV. It was a game that did not actively hate me, and that is why I just stuck around because it wasn't, you know, I, I didn't feel like the game was just punishing me for playing it. So that, that, that's why I'm like, I think I'll keep going. Also describing Al's love life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Chris Berg on Twitch, too, said that he's taken Al's advice and stopped watching trailers, but then he also pulls an Al and doesn't and waits six months to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. But I figured you would appreciate that, Al. Al. That was huge. Your influence is huge. Yeah. Yeah. You're an influencer. I know. You are. I am an influencer. You're going to get that little blue check on Instagram. Oh, sweet. Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) There's no one trying to be me. I don't need the blue check. There's no one pretending to be me. While we're talking about trailers, they did uh, release the teaser trailer for Black Widow. Uh, coming out the next Marvel movie coming out next year so we got to see uh, a glimpse of David Harbour as Red Guardian mm. and that's looks looks like it's going to be a fun movie it's supposed to take place after or between Infinity War and Civil War is is where it falls in the timeline but Wait. it looks like there's a couple of other uh, between Infinity War and Civil War? What, yeah. Didn't Civil or, but, War happen before? Infinity? Civil War happens before. Yeah. Infinity oh, War. between the yeah, Civil War is when the, when everybody divides up and then everybody sense. comes back together during Infinity War. So this I takes place okay. dead in the middle of, of that part of the timeline. But you're going to see a couple of different uh, people from the Black Widow program. Rachel Weiss is going to be in this movie, Florence Pugh. And uh, I don't know. It looks like it's going to be another good Marvel movie. It looks like it'll be a fun time. Uh, speaking of Marvel movies, too, this I, I had to tell James about this because I'd be surprised if you guys didn't already talk about this and Dave and Chuck. Uh, Josh Brolin. Oh yeah, posted. I know, where, I know exactly where to go on this one. <laughs> posted on Instagram <laughs> that he tried out the uh, perennium setting and uh, sunburned his butthole. Yeah, I mean that'll happen. You got your you got your legs over your head. You got your butthole exposed directly to the sun. You're going to get a sunburn if you're not using the proper SPF. Um, but I also don't know how butthole. much I actually believe he actually tried it. Josh Brolin, yeah. I feel like he's, he's not the guy who's like, you know what I need to, to do to make my life better? Yeah. Get some sun on my a-hole. Like, <laughs> I feel like he's got other ways to, yeah. to make his life better. Well, how else it, is he going to get a sunburned a-hole? Ex- exa- exactly the kind of joke he would make, too, though. I mean, 
Yeah, I guess that's true. That. So, you know, it, it's, I don't know, it was funny. All I know <laughs> is that my uh, the neighbors at my condo don't appreciate it. Well, <laughs> <not really watching. laughs> is your life improving? Are you feeling better about yourself? Are you not feeling really. healthier? <laughs> yes. Not really. So no, you're pissing all, off your neighbors and you're not feeling a difference. All of, all, might of wanna... the, all of the negative energy coming off of my neighbors is uh, that's that's you know. <laughs> your butthole is actually pulling all the negative energy <laughs> from your neighbors straight into you, and you're becoming more of a negative person. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be doing it on our uh, on our front lawn. <laughs> yeah, well, especially that, now that it's like that thirty degrees. The, yeah, is that you definitely right? don't want to be doing it now. Oh, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> Are you still fully dressed other than you just have like some pants that no, you took of course the, not. the Why would thing you out so you could just oh, sun that? Fully nude, huh? Yeah, fully I think nude. I all right. Think you should Winnie the Pooh it, you know? <laughs> it's like Bear, the Pooh Donald yeah. Duck it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, this is something I wanted to talk about, too, because this cracks me up. So, uh, Al, what was the game that you and your brother played? Empire Earth. On the computer. The computer okay. Game, yeah. yeah, because uh, it, this is not that game, but it is a game similar to that. Civilization. Okay. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Civilization 4 is on the Switch. And right now, there's a, a glitch on it that causes the game to crash just before the player claims victory. Oh, balls! And the only way they've figured out, there's a Reddit thread about this, the only way they figured out to get around that glitch is to declare war before your last turn. Oh. So the only way to win civilization is to declare war. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, just, I, I love the idea. It's one of those games where, you know, you're, you're it's, you know, managing resources yeah, and trying yeah. to, like take over the world but you can do it diplomatically or you can do it you know militaristically or whatever like that but the only way to actually win at the moment i will kill you is to, yeah is to just kill the other guy all right uh it's a it, fun glitch it, yeah it cracks me up. i do like civilization but it doesn't it doesn't fill the void in my heart that uh, empire earth left. empire earth yeah was Empire Earth was there? Was there space battles and stuff in Empire? There Earth was well? an expansion pack where you get into space. Okay. The original one only you had like nano cyborgs and stuff that you could get up to. But right, um, I usually stopped it in the atomic modern age. Yeah, all those games I've never been really good at them. So like I, I would I would think I was doing well, and then like three hours later I would come up against the computer, and somehow he's been doing th- way better than I have, and he just walk right through me. Oh yeah, to oh. the po- to the point that I just did stop. It's a it's a genre of games that I stop bothering to try and play because I'm like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be good at this. Desperately want to play that code game and again. get unlimited resources. That's uh, that's what I used to do in SimCity on the Super Nintendo. Me too. That's the only way. Right the only time the, I played it. You right, right at the beginning. Right from the beginning. Yeah, so can, none of the earthquakes affect any of your stuff. Yeah. You get all that cash. Then you got like you, you can living, just build whatever city you want. Large. It's good stuff. Also, uh, Nate, I wanted to tell you so. Nate's been trying to sell me on WWE 2K19. Yeah, ever since you ever since you tried 2K20 and hated it. 2K20 well, is a dumpster fire. It is. It's yeah. the worst. Yeah, it's, it's unplayable. It's not good. Oh, it's because yeah, that's right. You've got a casual gamer thing coming out too. Yeah, we'll have that, so, uh, so you finally tried it out as yeah, well. Yeah, I finally played it, and I I got down a little content for pre-ordering the game that I I've. I've redeemed. I yep. can't find anywhere in the game. <laughs> I can't. I'm like, I don't know where the heck the fiend why it is. I don't. I can't oh, find any oh, of the zombie characters. That uh, uh, yeah, you don't get that until the first DLC pack is out, and it's out, kinda, not really, kind of. Yeah, no. This is actually you a release downloadable content. Kind of. This is a problem because exactly what James experienced. You download it, and then it's not there in the game. It's ridiculous. Huh. Like the controls don't nothing works. It's the broken. controls don't work. It's literally broken. That's so sucks. and here's the thing. Here's why I say, you know, if you're a wrestling game fan, get 2K19 because at some point it's going to become a collector's item. Cuz like they're not fixing it for 2K21. Right. This is a deeper problem that exists. Like the the root of this problem is because Ukes, a development company who has been developing WWE games since Forever. SmackDown 2000 right. was, I think, their first game. They decided, we're going to go a different direction, and we're going to leave all of the digital assets and all of the work that we did with 2K, and 2K is such a dismal development company that with all of the work already done... They couldn't get their act together to make a modified version of 2K19 function. Hmm. So at some point, this is going to be known as the last functional WWE game until another development company gets its hands on the license. Interesting. Well, I've tried to get my hands on a copy of 2K19. 
Uh, a week ago, I went to the local, you know, uh, video game store that had used games, and it's it's like fourteen dollars, and I'm like, I can spend fourteen dollars. Well, the only copy they had, the the disc was kind of scratched, so they gave it to me for ten dollars because they thought it might not work. It didn't. No. Uh, so over the the weekend, um, on black on on uh, I, I believe it was on either Black Friday, yeah, it was on Black Friday. Uh, one of the one of the chain stores had a buy two used games get one free. Nice, so I'm like, perfect. This is I can I can and I can go online and I can order it. And I, so I got that and a couple other games. And uh, the first thing is I had them delivered to my house. They delivered each game separately. <laughs> they uh, all, all three games were Why? packaged separately oh, from God. different places and all showed up last night. Ugh. All showed up on the same day anyways. <laughs> but, uh, I, I, you know, so I was excited. Hey, I got my 2K19 and I opened it up and that disc is trashed. Oh, no. So this is two in a row. Um, I'm having a hard time finding uh, myself a copy of 2K19, but I that believe it'll sucks. happen. That sucks. And and here's here's something that I learned this morning about 2K20. If you have 2K20 and you want to upload like custom images like to 2K19, if you bought 2K20, you can't do that anymore. Really? Yeah. You have to go buy a fresh copy of the game or buy it on a new account on Steam for you to upload custom images to it again jesus it's insane like the number of problems that this game has is insane so the rumor that i keep hearing is that the reason ukes left wwe is to possibly work on the aew video. oh that's you're, you're just you want that to be true no that's the that's r- wishful thinking that's the rumor man because the statement that ukes put out is that we've been working on you know the WWE titles for so long. This is the only wrestling game that's out there. There's no competition. We want to provide some competition. I almost feel like the AEW is not big enough to where they're going to make enough money. I agree. They put out a game. I agree. So I yeah, if they if they if they do an AEW game, there's definitely like the creative character is going to be a big part of it. Yeah, because like the for roster me, part of my problem not- with. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, part just- of my problem with AEW right now is I don't. There's not enough recognizable people that they put on TV. So I'm I'm just there like well, I'm gonna see what Le Champion yeah. you know like there's not enough there, really like on. like okay so in my 2K19 I literally created AEW in your universe mode right so I downloaded their entire roster which is only about 52 wrestlers deep mm-hmm. uh, and yeah that is a big problem like you can't you can't make a wrestling video game with only like 52 characters yeah. in 2020 like it just doesn't just doesn't work that's a that's a fascinating problem to me too that like you only have 52 characters to choose from like right i remember when fighting games remember street fighter had like six guys yeah <laughs> or eight guys but or mortal but Kombat. If, but if yeah. you put if you put out street fighter in 2020 people would look at that and go that's not acceptable i know and that's a, know? that's fascinating yeah. yeah they want a roster like smash brothers yeah you know? exactly. but if i think you don't that's have... one thing that ww2k20 got right there's such a huge selection of WWE superstars, past and present, whether you have to buy them or not. They're still available to play in the game. And I thought they nailed the like the selection of characters that you can have. Anybody from NXT, w, uh, you know, SmackDown, right. Raw, um, like old school, Hall of Famers, like everybody is in yeah. there. Yeah. There's always it's funny too because when they, even back going back to like the original SmackDown games on the PlayStation, there's always a handful of guys. You're like, how did you get in this game? <laughs> what are the headbangers doing in here? Oh this man, is... the headbangers! That's a blast from the past. <laughs> how did Val Venus I get in the SmackDown guys, game? Uh... What is this about? <laughs> Val Venus, too. There's another blast from the past. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Yeah. What is what is Greg the Hammer Valentine doing in a wrestling game in 2019? Anyway, yeah. Well, he's a Hall of Famer. Huh? You're <laughs> not wrong for having the hammer. He still got some fans <laughs> all right they're playing video games though. well that's going to do it for this week's nerd radio well Thank before you. we go we got to uh, mention the fact that we lost dc fontana oh yeah from star the star trek writer i'm wearing as you can see my star trek shirt today yes yeah but uh big writer uh big time on that writing staff uh, she just passed away dorothy fontana is there uh, a particular episodes people would would recognize uh, the one i done? chose to watch uh the, the other day when i found out was uh tomorrow was yesterday okay it's one where they end up in the in back in the 60s and they meet a, a fighter pilot and they have to go you know back f- figure out a way to transfer him or you know transport him back home right so he doesn't remember the future stuff he sees but also and then they got a slingshot around the sun and she worked on the, the future original well. series right original series predominantly but also was a part of the next generation she wrote encounter at farpoint the uh the, the pilot episode of next gen so um i think she wrote 
10 episodes of the original series, but I mean, those writer rooms, obviously, you're just, you know, you're bouncing ideas off of each other, yeah. and uh, you're a big part of it all, so, but no, she was a big part of the behind-the-scenes of Star Trek, and she just passed away at the age of 80, so I gotta, we gotta at least mention her Absolutely. here at the end, of, not to end on a down note, but... Um, 80 years old, man. She gave us a lot of good sci-fi. Yeah, it's it. I I wonder if she had any uh, anything to do with the Picard series that's coming out too. I don't know. I don't know if she was all that involved uh, in that or not. But um, there was a lot of really crazy stuff. Uh, Gene Roddenberry was a little bit of a kook, uh, as you can imagine. You think? But there's a there's a documentary that's uh, Chaos on the Bridge, which is talking about um, starting off Next Generation and some of the insanity that was going on behind the scenes and Dorothy Fontana was a big part of that um had a lot of stuff that she talked about in that documentary so you can kind of see her talk about working on Star Trek nice uh <laughs> again amongst the insanity that was next gen but uh yeah I just want to throw that in there all right well we'll see you guys next week right here on uh, Checkpoint XP's Twitch channel you can of course check us out on YouTube you can find us on Twitter on Instagram on uh, Facebook at Nerd Radio 101 you can find us right back here for the Nerd Radio Podcast next week. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. Have a great weekend. See you later, nerds. And we're out. All right. Uh, We ready to uh, burden the internet with our (laughs) lovely faces. (laughs) All right. We're recording, and we are going live. If you haven't checked it out yet, Erica. Oh, no. Well, I mean, I worked from home that day, and then, like, my Twitter feed was just filled with, like, these half-naked dudes with <laughs> Humps, the three man. of you. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> the <laughs> one day. Home. Yeah, the one day you're just working from home. Come on. I'll have to let you know in the future if I get any more hunks in here. <laughs> you got to set your Google. It's, a, your Google it's not me and Chuck, as we found out today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Did you stop and start? James, do I look beautiful? Let me get you on camera here. <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you. The babushka is a phenomenal. <laughs> a phenomenal babushka. It's a, it's a, it's a slouchy beanie. Write that oh, one. Okay. Write that one down, Alan. My That'll grandma be... would call that a babushka. Okay. Phenomenal <laughs> babushka. That's gonna oh, be... I could get taken the wrong way. That's going to be me. I am referring to your hat. I, <laughs> I know. Okay. But even if you weren't thanks? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's going like, hmm, to be my next, like a lady. my next band name. Phenomenal <laughs> babushka? Phenomenal babushka. I'd go see that band. You want to be in that band? I don't. I am. I'm hiring. I'll be in the band. It's going to get weird. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you're going to be the guitarist who actually knows what he's doing. (laughs) But I don't. (laughs) So so far we got two guitarists and a hype man. Yeah. It's going to be great. Hell, phenomenal babushka. Both both guitars have a very different style of playing. Phenomenal babushka coming to your town.